0: This is the Unintelligent Chat Show, a place for chuckles and a podcast for the curious. Here, Rob and Lloyd attempt to teach you something new every week and invariably fall short. Over to you, gentlemen. Hello, Rob. Ah, hey, Lloyd. Thanks, Gandalf. Faux Gandalf. Yeah, that's copyright. Thanks, Gandalf. Gan- Gandorfo. El Gandalfo. Can we,
1: can we please name a wizard Gandolf?
0: Gandolf. What did you say, Gandorf? I think I said Gandolf, but that's still the same. <laughs> you
1: just said it. Yeah, it's the same. Need-
0: I like Gandorf. Gandorf. Yeah. All right. Gandorf. Thanks, Gandorf. Indeed. Thanks, Gandorf. Welcome to episode five of the unintelligent chat show podcast. With me, your host Rob, and also other host
1: Lloyd. Wow, we should do that every week. I like that a lot. Indeed. Sorry. We won't. Uh, This
0: is a special, special episode. An unannounced special, unplanned, similar to that time that we talked about horror things together for no particular and other podcast reason at all.
1: Hmm. Hmm. No one else gets that joke. No,
0: I get it. Is it time
1: time to, to reveal it? Oh, yeah, go for it. I unfollowed them on all the socials. Oh, nice. I don't think they listened to our podcast. We organized to do a special.
0: Yeah, our first attempt at guesting.
1: Yeah, before the, the Coffee Boys, the Georgians that you all know and love, mm-hmm. we tried to do a, a guest episode with a podcast about horror and they just didn't show up. Just ghosted us, never, never, <laughs> oh, never talked to us again. It's part oh, they of an ghosted elaborate us. joke. Oh my God, they're wow.
0: geniuses. Yeah, if we okay, maybe they'll come on the show now that we finally got the joke. I get it.
1: Yeah, they've been listening to every episode waiting for us. <laughs> wow, I feel like a fool, Lloyd. Uh, yeah. Anyway. What is our surprise special? Oh, yeah, we, we, we didn't even
0: get that far. This is going well. A surprise special. Hey, Lloyd, do you love dogs? I fucking love dogs, Rob. <gasps> I also love dogs. It's the episode five canine special. Yes exciting so we're talking all it things dogs all things dogs but before we talk all things dogs what are you drinking lloyd
1: mm, i'm drinking a water
0: that's very cool you have health problems we'll make it happen <laughs> <laughs> it's right lloyd makes me sound so frail <laughs> you are aren't you isn't that you that does the <laughs> intro <laughs> yeah. it's right i'm drinking beer enough for the two of us today lloyd
1: what does that mean
0: i know we're trying to do this like quickly now but this one's worth it it's called Big Dumb (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Sex. And it's a a large can of Imperial (laughs) Oaked Stout, and it is 11%. So I think it counts as beer for two of us. And it sounds like
1: that. Oh, that really tickled me.
0: (laughs) You don't want to be tickled by Big Dumb Spider-Sex, Lloyd.
1: No, I really don't. An 11% stout called Big Dumb. What's on the, what's on the can?
0: The can includes a big spider. It's not having sex, but there's like <laughs> there's a spider. There's the like big word-arty words, big dumb spider sex. And they're just kind of like faded into the background purple color. There's a bra and some panties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I've only just noticed. Well, I like that
1: the-, the picture is sort of like insinuating sex, but the name of it is just straight up spider sex. Yeah, it's great. Anyway,
0: yeah. it's strong and we'll see how this podcast goes. Awesome.
1: It'll probably get like fall down a, a- god yeah. I, I couldn't even think of what i was gonna say it's Cr- gonna get shit in like half an hour you crushed that yeah thank you uh so lloyd as usual we are a
0: solid distance part how many of a specific thing oh yeah so many
1: oh no no let me guess let me guess yeah. uh four hundred eighty-two thousand six hundred
0: three. no it's way more than that it's twenty-six million seven hundred seven thousand one hundred forty-two point eight six. oh of... reggie's yes reginald the fluffy winter oh, dog yes. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it so, I tried to get him to stand still. You know how, like, in dog shows, they, like, stand straight and their tails straight out and you can measure how long <laughs> yeah. they are? My dog is not a dog show dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> you I- You get him to stand still. I, I, he was standing still, but I was trying to measure him and hold up his tail at the same time. And he was, like, not having that. <laughs> yeah. you got to so, wait till he falls asleep and then measure ah, him when he's laying on his side. He's approximately 70 centimeters from schnoz to tail tip.
1: Oh, he's so little. Yeah.
0: And so, there's 26 million- Seven hundred seven thousand and one hundred forty-two point eight six Reginalds between us God, this evening. I
1: would love to see twenty-seven million Reginalds.
0: <laughs> be, they'd all that be asleep. You'd be like, "Wow, this is boring."
1: <laughs> He's currently asleep on the couch with them. Ah, uh-huh, that sounds nice. It is, but that was a good segue. I guess it's not a segue; it's a dog, dog special. Yeah, it's blatantly yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Everything is dog.
0: <laughs> all dog. No fog. <laughs> We're making Another of Rob's st- famous catchphrases. We're bu- what are my other catchphrases? Clean walls. <laughs> the <selling>. cleanest walls. <laughs> cleanest Old walls. dog, no fog. I'm just going to start a bumper sticker company.
1: Yeah, side hustle selling bumper stickers. You mean side side hustle? Side- yeah, that's true.
0: This is the side hustle. <laughs> ah, this big dumb spider sex is strong, but quite delicious. Mm.
1: All right, Lloyd. Right, like, what did you learn this <laughs> week? <laughs> my fact is a simple sentence that greyhounds can run 55 kilometers an hour for 11 kilometers it took me a while to
0: process that when you sent it to me
1: That's fast and a long way so that's the thing i was like
0: that's not that fast i thought they were way faster than that but then i was like oh wait there's a
1: there's a distance component yeah 11 they're Ks also is not a long that way. much faster than that the world record for a greyhound is 67 kilometers an hour
0: not according to rub's research ooh what does your research say uh
1: i got clocked show? their top speed at
0: 70 k's an hour maybe it's rounded might be rounded
1: well i got mine from uh guinnessworldrecords.com so. fine yours is probably it's right. in, in australia oh. on a straightaway track at wyong before we get into it uh dog racing sucks by the way. Yeah don't go to dog racing we do not support greyhound racing no leads to injuries dogs treated like shit actually any dog oh actually i
0: lie i lie Lloyd. i support sausage dog and corgi racing
1: i would get on board with it as long as they're not filled with drugs oh no it's where
0: owners (laughs) take their fat dogs put them in a thing and then they all run into each other and no one makes a finish line (laughs) i support that kind
1: of dog racing that sounds amazing yeah, greyhound racing sucks. It's full of gambling and poor treatment and shitty food and drugs and injuries and all things bad. Indeed. But greyhounds themselves- Very are fast. Wonderful. Great dogs also. Gentle, sweet, beautiful, amazing, fast, pure, brilliant, amazing. As all dogs are, but yeah. yes. They have long schnozzes They could run 67 kilometers an hour, according to Guinness World Records. It's real quick. It's real quick. But it also puts in perspective that 55k an hour for 11ks is pretty close to them sprinting flat out. Yeah,
0: they're going real quick
1: and they're going real far. Yeah. So cheetahs are obviously faster, much faster. They go. (laughs) Cheetahs are obviously faster. 120k an hour. But cheetahs can only keep that up for a couple hundred meters. Yeah. Partly because they overheat and die, and partly because. (laughs) Overheat and die. Well, yeah. That's it, But they can't maintain the body temperature if they run too far, but also because they'll burn too many calories than what they're chasing. So it ends up being like a net loss. Not worth it. Yeah. So anything more than like half a K, Greyhound's got it in the bag.
0: Yeah. Well, I've read that cheetahs can really only go their top speed for like a couple hundred meters before they burn
1: out. Yeah. I read two or three hundred meters. Yeah. Yeah. But But the top speed is like 125 kilometers an hour, which is just like- Again, we are different numbers. I got 113. Oh my goodness. Well, let's just, let's call it 118. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. It's fast as hell. It's, it's so quick. Fast. I can't even comprehend it. Yeah. My greyhound fact didn't have a lot of meat to it. So I just have, I just have some cool greyhound stuff. That is cool. Can I finish some
0: things on greyhound speed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I say that. It's not greyhound speed. It reminded me of a video that I've seen many times of the single speed sausage dog. Have you seen that one? <laughs> I have not. Oh, it's so good. It's just this like old sausage dog that goes for walks with its other sausage dog friends. But it does... It does one speed the whole time. Like it's just trotting along. But you know how dogs are like go sniff something and stop and then like dart over here and maybe look back yeah. at you. Just trotting along, same speed. Doesn't speed up, doesn't slow down, it's just
1: going. <laughs> it's very cute. Oh, it's so relaxing. He knows, his, he knows what he wants. Yeah, he knows what up. American, Americans? <laughs> greyhounds. <laughs> not as fast as greyhounds.
0: <laughs> Often, not as fast. Greyhounds reach their top speed within 30 meters from standstill. So from not moving at all, 30 meters, which
1: according to them is six strides. Damn. That is some powerful Legos. Do you have a 0-60 time for a Greyhound? No. No. I like to know how fast they accelerate. Yeah, I mean, pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, they can
0: sustain their top speed for only about 250 meters. But like you say, it sounds like they're way better at, you know, if they just tone it back a little bit, they can go for ages.
1: Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so close to sprinting.
0: Like, if I sprint, I could maybe do 100 meters. If I toned that back a little bit, I could maybe do 200 meters. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, and I would
1: be <laughs> I would be beat. Mm.
0: Like, I wouldn't be getting up for a while. Nah. At their top speed, their heart rate is between 300 and 360 BPM. Oh my God. Isn't that ridiculous? Oh my God. And I also watched some cool slow-mo videos of a Greyhound going real quick, not at racing, but for science. And it looks real weird because they're so like gangly, right? They're gangly Mm -hmm. looking dogs, but it seems to work for them. They're just like, like their back legs contact and it's just like
1: muscle. There's a couple Greyhounds that come to our dog park. Nice. And their back legs are just so out of proportion to the rest of their body. (laughs) Especially their face and their yeah. neck no neck yeah so my dog we think has some whippet in her so oh, her yeah. head and neck are like the same size so oh, really? you have to get special collars. yeah yeah like greyhound collars, because otherwise it just slip off the head yeah greyhound collars look real funny yeah. So the only other thing, based on the things we've already said, is
0: cheetahs go real fast, but they, they can only do it for a little bit. But apparently, the reason for the cheetahs' speed is their, or one of the reasons, is their very flexible spine. If you see those cool mm. BBC videos of them like hunting at top speed, you see when they're at like full stretch in their gait, the spine is like a, a crescent. Yeah. It's so bendy, which means they get
1: much bigger reach or flex or yeah, stretch Yeah, like front and back legs are almost like above the center line yeah they and they just have out. hectic muscles as well yeah so
0: they and apparently cheetahs and greyhounds kind of run similarly in how their legs and bodies move but cheetahs are much better at changing the rate of their run so they can like accelerate like stop change direction to chase prey whereas apparently a greyhound is not so good at that it can run straight quickly but if it needs to che- like yeah. you know when you, you, you're running really fast and for us that's not very fast and you have to like
1: slow down <laughs> you're like yeah you, you get it it's hard yeah i've slowed down before yeah <laughs> i slowed down a lot if you watch a cheetah hunt they use their tail a lot more mm. it like when they turn right their tail oh, will go the opposite yeah, way it's almost cool. like a rudder God, yeah.
0: animals are amazing they really are my last speed related thing before you tell us more about greyhounds is that the greyhound obviously which we didn't know i didn't know they have some endurance qualities which is pretty cool but other dogs have way better endurance qualities. And one of the best examples is sled pulling huskies.
1: Oh yeah, I had this fact as well. Um, Let's see what your number is and we'll see how different they are. Yes,
0: more. This is based on the Iditarod Sled Race, which is in Alaska from Anchorage to someplace called Nome. And it's 1,868 kilometer sled race. I think it happens every year. And there are these teams of dogs that can run up to 125 miles, which is 201 kilometers in real distance in one day. And they can just go for six hours pulling a sled with people and gear on it. And they do this every day for like 10 or so days. That's about how long it takes them to pull the
1: race. And the sled's like 100 kilos. It's crazy. Phenomenal. Like these dogs just love running. So do you know why? That's specific to huskies that they can do this. I oh, read it like blew my me. mind. So huskies that people have as pets, they can run a good amount, but nowhere near that amount. No way. Trained that. sled pulling huskies change their chemical metabolism. Really? the only the only dog breed that can do it what? which means they don't burn their fat stores when they're running
0: oh and they have to eat like something stupid like ten thousand calories a day when they're doing this
1: right so they they literally change the chemical composition of their body that means that they can run further and maintain this wild energy and body have balance. you ever yeah. seen
0: sledding dogs or been dog sledding
1: i have not i would ah, love to
0: so cool we did it when we were in the very north of sweden with some of our wonderful friends we went dog sledding and like it's true like, and you've, you've probably seen it on documentaries and stuff people are like oh the poor dogs have to pull the sled they love pulling the sled oh my god they, they like love going wait. for a run <laughs> yeah and I, like they probably have to otherwise they get bored and destroy stuff
1: yeah sled dogs are not anything like Pets. They're like pat- packers. Yeah, they're, they're proper proper dogs. Unlike my yeah. stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine is currently sleeping in a pile of fresh, warm laundry. So. Uh, amazing. <laughs>
0: Even if there were 27 million Reggies, they would not be able to pull a sled <laughs> together. Can you imagine?
1: Uh, I can imagine his little paws in the snow just like slipping. <laughs>
0: Dad, I can't do it. Hold me.
1: <laughs> All right. Tell me more exciting things about greyhounds. <laughs> All right, I got, a, I got a bunch of fun greyhound things. They're the only dog specifically mentioned in the Bible. Are they? Yep, and I have the quote here. don't really know what it means, but I'll read it. There be three things which do well, yeah? that's literally says Y-E-A. I don't know. Yeah? Ye, yay. Don't know what, <laughs> Yay. Yay. Which are comely in going, a lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away from any, a greyhound, and a he-goat also. <laughs> and a he-goat also not a she-goat a uh, and, a and
0: what what for those that want to do the bible study later what chapter and
1: verse in the bible is this oh i wouldn't have a clue i just copied the quote
0: yeah from where though
1: google i don't <laughs> know in a bible i didn't i didn't read the bible and it was like oh great, <laughs> oh, great convenience <laughs> <laughs> they also when sprinting they spend 75 percent of the time in the air
0: how much percent
1: 75 percent Wow, that's how long their strides are. That they just like push off and basically fly. That's crazy. They have more red blood cells and larger heart and lungs than any other dog breed, which makes sense. Yep. And one of my favorite things about greyhounds is that they're universal dog blood donors. Oh, Which is really? the, what, like type type O negative or something in people? Yeah. Type so adorable. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and not only are they universal blood donors, but they're one of, if not the healthiest breed of dog. That they. Like, no hereditary diseases. They? Or they don't have all the yeah,
0: weird hip things or back things, or. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Because
0: we are potentially at some point thinking about adopting a greyhound, which would be awesome. And they're like. Us too. Yeah. They're pretty chill dogs, so I've heard. Like, you can take them to the park, they'll go for like a little sprint, and then they'll just chill the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, they're incredibly mm-hmm. gentle and calm and. Just have such small heads. One of my favorite moments in my life. The last time I was in Perth, actually, meeting people at the beach, I got there first. I was on my own. So I just put a towel down, got a book out, and I was nice. just sitting reading. And out of nowhere, a greyhound just walks up and then sits between my legs and just, like, cuddles up to me. Oh. And there's no one anywhere near. And I just, like, scratch his ears. And then, like, 10 minutes later, this, after this greyhound's just, like, snuggling with uh-huh. me. This woman runs up and is like, "There you are! <laughs> you stole someone's dog." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was like one of the best days ever.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll get greyhounds together and then we'll start a race. No, 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 <laughs> no. We will no. we'll we'll start a cuddling them. ring.
1: They can also see objects a half mile in front of them because no. while nowadays they're used for awful racing, mm. they are originally bred to hunt small animals. Yeah. So their vision is like a half mile. A half mile.
0: I swear it's sometimes crazy. we're at the park and Reggie can't see like 10 meters in front of him.
1: I think the same about Luna.
0: This probably doesn't Not- help that he's like basically
1: on the ground, but still. <laughs> any Anything is an obstacle. in his <laughs> Look at all these blades of grass. I also, I don't remember the number, but it was a crazy vision, uh, range of vision as well. Like- What do you mean range? Two, over, over 200 degrees that they can see. Oh, really? Yeah. Super dogs. So they have insane eyesight. That's awesome. Yeah. Such great dogs. Awesome animals, we love greyhounds. That's what I had on on greyhounds. Awesome, I've got a game, Lloyd. <sighs> oh, I love games. I say it's
0: a game. It's not a game. It could be a game no. if we made it into one. You know? Did you ever play like that shitty card game, Trumps? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like that. I so, it's like you could do that with animals. You could like compare top speed and strength and flight. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, anyway, no. How do I? I oh, no, I don't. I don't have a game. I'm sorry. I lied. I said yeah. I had a game, but well, I'd, I'd written that's down. That's crushing. I'd written down card game question <laughs>
1: mark. <laughs> and then you told me you had a game i know
0: i'm sorry i can bet all right we're gonna quickly make it into a game the top 10 fastest animals are all birds Ooh, that makes sense yeah all right this is the game which is faster lloyd we'll do it in pairs the mexican free-tailed i i lied it's not a bit this one's a bat the mexican free-tailed bat or the eurasian hobby it's terrifying that a bat is in the top 10 it's pretty speedy i'm gonna go for the mexican hobby it was the mexican free-tailed bat or the eurasian hobby Eurasian <laughs> hobby. i'm go for the uh the mexican hobby the hobby the eurasian one uh, ah this is a dumb one to start with they're both the same speed <laughs> rob
1: you suck at this game
0: <laughs> no lloyd you suck at this game you got it wrong uh they go they've been clocked well or clocked or estimated at
1: 160k an hour which is ridiculous a bat does it look like a bat I didn't look it up, Lloyd. First of all, that's adorable. But if one going 160 kilometers an hour is less adorable. <laughs> yeah, at your face.
0: All right, next pairing. The white-throated needle-tail swift. Wow. That just describes everything about the bird. Like, what yeah. does it look like? let put it all in the name. <laughs> and the golden eagle. I'm going to go for the swift. Golden eagle, man. Oh, really? You suck at That's this so game. big. Apparently, they can go 300k an hour. I assume oh, is that's that, like, in like a dive. Down?
1: Yeah yeah i can also hit like terminal <laughs> velocity but whatever that is yeah but you couldn't pull up from it nope i couldn't but it, you didn't put that into the game i could still hit it what about the rock dove versus the spur winged goose i'm gonna go for the rock dove yep smart because a spur winged go- goose just doesn't sound like a fast spur-winged.
0: Animal. well it's in the top 10 fastest animals alive i know which is crazy, because I've seen geese. Yeah. Have you seen a spur-winged goose, though? I
1: Apparently not.
0: A spur-winged goose fast. can go 142k an hour. And that's I can't wild. imagine that's in a predatorial dive.
1: <laughs> that that would be goose. so scary. <laughs> What's number one? Is it the peregrine falcon? It is. Falcon? I
0: didn't put it yeah. in this game because it's too easy. Yeah. Peregrine falcon has been clocked at 389k an hour, which is crazy. <laughs> that's so fast. Unbelievable. God, imagine being a mouse. Yeah, <laughs> 400k an hour. <laughs> Butts, Wouldn't even see it. So the Spurwing Goose, 142, Rock Dove, 149. Close call. But when I was reading it, it said Rock Dove, then it was brackets, pigeon. So it's a dirty old pigeon, but it's calling itself a Rock Dove.
1: Wow. So it's a pigeon that can fly at 142k an hour. It's crazy. So there's a few
0: other birds, uh, but the animals are more exciting. The animals started yeah, 11. Yeah, yeah. So cheetah, number one. Yep. which is between 113 and 125k now. An oh, 118, that's
1: what we said. Number two is- th- Can I try and guess three and four? How about number two? I thought greyhound was number two.
0: No, no, that was in the comparison between cheetah and greyhound. The greyhound oh, was I number two. I thought I remember
1: reading something that greyhound- Or maybe it was the fastest, second fastest land animal. Are you going to name a fish? No, nah, greyhound's not even in the top 20, son. Wow. Yeah, you got your facts wrong.
0: So what's, what's number two? I already gave
1: away that it's a fish. Is it the- Oh, uh, sunfish not the, the, sunfish. They're Ooh, like the, big, not the sunfish the it's not the sunfish they're a big dumb idiot but it's close to that uh, the moonfish <laughs>
0: starfish <laughs> <laughs> depends how fast you throw it it's a sailfish
1: that's the one yeah yeah
0: in this table it had the animal and like what their kind of movement is like flight or running and for the sailfish it had flight swimming which I Ooh. definitely read as fight swimming <laughs> so, <laughs> what is that such an angry fish <laughs> just got to get there. <laughs> but apparently they say that because it's swimming, but it does lots of leaping out of the water. So they're like, oh, does that count as swimming? So that's why they put yeah. it as flight swimming. But it goes 110k an hour. Can you imagine a
1: fish running along at 110 k's an hour? It's wild. I've seen some videos of it and it's really impressive. Mm. Number three, Lloyd? Mako shark? Nope. Why'd I'm you out guess that? I'm out of fast that? animals now. I just know they're quite fast.
0: Ah, swordfish. Ah. Oh, okay. I assume similar to the sailfish, 97k an hour. Jeez, that could... Yeah, but they're just, they're, just, they're just normal swimming, not fight swimming. So that's why they're not as fast. <laughs> Thank uh, God they're not fight swimming. <laughs> with their swords? Man. Then we got ostrich at 97. Then there's a cool pronghorn antelope at 89k an hour, followed very closely by the springbok and the quarter horse at 88k an hour. A quarter horse? It's a horse literally bred for running the
1: quarter mile. Wow. Which is upsetting. We're also not into horse racing. Are there any big cats on this list? I feel like they hunt. Other than the, the obviously. So. Oh yeah. yeah. That was it's Cheetah's like the next the medium one. cat. I suppose. <laughs> Average cat.
0: <laughs> house cat. <laughs> Two hundred kilometre an hour house cat. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Blue wildebeest at eighty one K an hour, and they are exactly matched by the lion, eighty one K an hour, which makes it an exciting
1: contest. I don't know what's more terrifying to be running at eighty kilometers an hour, the a lion. lion or a wildebeest. Well if it was one wildebeest I'd say the lion, but it's always lots of wildebeest yeah that's true
0: but yeah lions 80k an hour i always think of them as just like lazy old cats but apparently they can run proto quirk. yeah and like i said no greyhounds so greyhounds are actually
1: slow as shit i need to find the source that i read that and and call them um, out call them out on the podcast yeah Yeah. and then you'll find out that you just read something wrong and i'll call you out and it'll be great yeah (laughs) yeah can't wait that was uh top speed rankings what else you got i'm done with with greyhounds i went through all my greyhound stuff I just went straight through the greyhounds. Oh, I have greyhounds are uh, mentioned in 11 Shakespearean plays. Oh, really? Good popular animals in old yeah. the oldie books. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, just quickly, I also did
0: I was like top speed rankings. All right, top endurance rankings. <laughs> but there was a cool For website animals. that estimated how quickly animals would run a marathon. Oh yeah. So humans were actually in terms of animals we're actually quite good at endurance travel we do long distance at decent speed yeah so the average marathon time is apparently four hours and 21 minutes and i was like this has got to like include all recorded
1: amateur races as well because i did it in less than that yeah kim as well it must just be like the average i reckon it's like just like the boston marathon yeah
0: like every all of those races that you know average joe can compete in They also record times for Uh, the world record, however, is two hours, one minute and 39 seconds, which is like, oh my God, unbelievably fast. It would be sprinting the whole way. Yeah. I don't think I could run that fast for any amount of time. Right. Let's call a good human time two and a half hours. Like quite a good time. Right. That's very good. Yeah. Animal comparisons. Horse. Quite good long distance runners. They apparently have efficient blood. Which is like a natural term for what athletes do when they do doping. They're trying to achieve the same thing, where their blood, know, right. no, circulates good or something. Estimated horse marathon time: two and a half hours. Oh. but I've got a, I've got a, I've got a sidestep Welsh fact for you. Go on then. There's a town called Llanwrtyd Wells, and it looks like Welsh words, so I assume it's in Wales. It's, but, sounds Welsh. Enough. Yeah, and every year for the last thirty years, they have hosted a twenty-two mile human versus horse race. <laughs> <laughs> which is so good, and horses have won every time except for two, oh. which is quite interesting. The horses normally come across the line like ten minutes before the people. Yeah, I'd say according to this, we have the same good marathon time, but horses are probably better than us.
1: That's interesting. I I would have guessed horses would be much better.
0: Yeah, but I guess they're quite not large. not a little better.
1: I would have guessed they were a, a lot, lot better, better. But you know yeah. who is a
0: lot better? Gone. The magical sled dogs from before.
1: Oh yeah. What's that? They just sprint the whole time. And then sprint back again. I
0: think what this website did is takes an estimate of like top speed and then like comfortable running speed and then does it by the distance. So it says sure. sled dogs could do a marathon in apparently one hour and nineteen minutes. Good lord. Which is crazy. Camels, marathon, one hour, two minutes. Which is crazy.
1: Yeah. Wow. They're quite large, like not not super graceful animals. <laughs> no, but I guess they're because they uh desert animals just have to be so much like stronger and fitter yeah and plus shit. they get
0: to carry all the water with them that's or true fat or whatever they keep in those humps some kind of yeah if
1: th- i if i strapped one of those like big gatorade things for the water to my back <laughs> you would not even make it <laughs> i wouldn't wouldn't even finish the pronghorn antelope who also is in
0: the top 20 fastest animals including birds in the world could do an estimated marathon time of 45 minutes
1: that's crazy for 42
0: kilometers wow so they're like
1: pretty phenomenal all-round athletes yeah
0: i would i reckon they probably take out top all-round animal athlete yeah probably antelope these guys just got like skinny legs and real good lungs yeah and then an ostrich ties first could also do it in 45 minutes apparently ostriches their legs are just all tendon (laughs) and so like the actual leg muscle that moves the leg is kind of right up the top so it's not weighing the leg down and because the leg's all tendon it hits the ground and like recoils so it kind of pushes oh, no. them into the next step wow. rather than, you know, you've got to achingly make each leg move for each step.
1: Ostrich kind of just bounces along because their legs are so spoingy. I wonder if they have less um, nerve endings without any, like, fat or muscle there as well. So they just don't feel as much. <laughs> just run through the pain and bleeding. Yeah. Oh, man. That's all, that's, that's all animals. Well, it's not all animals, but it's, it's some things <laughs> it's some about animals. <laughs> I, um, I, I have found my source, Rob. Oh, okay. And I, I would like to say that it appears I may have also found a couple of other facts, including oh. their range of vision and how long they spend in the air from this list. Oh, it's all trash. <laughs> so ignore everything I said. Could all be wrong. Um, it's also campgreyhound.ca. Mm. you should know more about greyhounds. It, yeah. it, I will read you number two fact. Greyhounds are the second fastest animals on Earth. Just <laughs> not true at all.
0: <laughs> not even close. Not even
1: close. They're just
0: trying to like, greyhounds are the best. Come adopt them or buy them or whatever they're trying to achieve.
1: Yeah, they look like um, greyhound boarding and adoption. Mm, okay, I suppose that's all right.
0: Just get your facts straight. Yeah,
1: come on, Cam Greyhound. What the fudge? What the fudge? <laughs> what is this? I didn't want to swear at them because they do nice greyhound yeah, things. Okay. But... I hear you have a story for us, Lloyd. To finish off this. Oh, first I do. Segment. I do. I I wasn't sure if we were going to alternate. I do have a story about a dog called Bamps. Bams. <laughs> ba- Bams. Bamps? Which is like bam No. <laughs> B P B- A M S E. Bams. 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 It is Norwegian for cuddly bear. Ah, oh, perfect. He was a Saint Bernard that Ugh. served aboard a Norwegian minesweeper during World War ii Ugh. The It's a, a ship. Uh, I thought we oh, we talked about this load. We can do funnier stories, not heart wrenching ones. No, it's funny Okay, and heartwarming. He, he sounds like a hero. Despite his cute and cuddly appearance and the fact that his name needs Cuddly Bear, he was, he was tough and strong. He was brought on board by the ship's captain, and when the captain left for another posting, he tried to take the dog with him, but the crew of the whole warship threatened to mutiny if they couldn't keep the dog. <laughs> Perfect. So the captain didn't have a choice, and the dog stayed because they would rather mutiny than lose him. Yeah. So the ship was stationed in Dundee and other ports around Scotland, mm-hmm. and became something of a legend and was, like, idolized by the Scottish people as well as his Norwegian family back home. He used to ride the buses alone. They put a bus pass on his collar and used to ride the bus into town Mm when he had shore leave. Awesome. He helped drunken sailors make it back to the ship. They could hang on to his collar and he would lead them home. God, he's so good. He also, if there were fights in a bar or fights on the ship, he used to jump up and put his paws on people's shoulders and just sort of, like, nudge them away. Because St. Bernard's a... Big dogs. They're big. So, if paws on shoulder is like eye to eye. He's looking you in the eye. And and just like slowly push people apart. Nice. He once rescued a crewman who fell overboard by diving into the water after him and dragging him by the collar to the beach. Really? He also rescued another crewman who was in a bar fight cornered by a a man holding a knife. Wow. Bamps tackled the knife-wielding man and then dragged him outside the bar. Into the waves. Wow! And every Christmas, he got dressed in a little sailor's hat and was photographed and put onto postcards and stamps that could <laughs> be sent back to Norway. Awesome! Yeah, and he survived the war, he lived happily, oh, lived gosh. a long life, and went back to Norway. God, it's such a great dog. It'd be
0: so good to have a dog on a boat. Oh, what actually, anywhere morale booster. It'd be great to have a dog. Hey, yeah, anywhere. <laughs> There's no
1: bad situation to have a dog in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God, take this dog away. It's, Never. Yeah, Bams. Bams was a legend. That is thanks, uh, Bams. Yeah, thanks, Bamps. Bamsa. 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 Maybe Bamsa. Bamsa.
0: That sounds right. Bombsa. Yeah. Do it in your best Norwegian accent, Lloyd.
1: i got to get in the zone. Yeah. There was a dog called Bamsa. <laughs> oh, terrible.
0: It's getting worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it
0: wasn't good to start with. <laughs> Sometimes it comes out all right. Yeah.
1: That was Bamsa, the Scottish based Norwegian St. Bernard. <laughs> Scottish based Norwegian St. Bernard. Right. It's, it's time, time for yarns with. with Sean, That's right. It's time for Yarns with Sean. If you didn't Uh, get that from the shocking intro. My my mum. Hi, mum. Hooray.
2: Hi, Lloyd. Hi, Rob. How are you going, boys?
1: Wonderful. How are you? We are doing excellent.
2: Good. I actually realised I've just sat here and I'm letting the side down. I do not have a glass of wine. (laughs) That's
1: right.
0: Neither do I. I I, I just had one and I'm going to get another one after we've done this. So don't feel bad.
2: Oh, there we go. I well, know you're always talking about the wine and the Guinness, and I thought, oh, right. But <laughs> I haven't got one. I've already – I have had some, but yes, I rushed in here. But <laughs> that, the time was right, and here we go.
0: That's all we need to know is that we've been <laughs> drinking at some point. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We gave you some prep time, Mum, so you know what we're going to talk about. But for people at home, we put forth to my mum what conspiracy theories does she buy into. And now I will give credit. This idea came from Jared. Enemy of the podcast. <laughs> enemy of the podcast, whose email we read out, was it beginning of the season?
0: Yes, episode one. We are now episode one, episode five. So look, we lag a little bit, but he's got two mentions You're in a right. season. I think that's pretty good.
1: That's huge. So thank you, Jared. And over to you, mum, Sean, mum.
2: Okay, right. Well, thanks, boys. And thanks, Jared, for that fascinating uh, subject. I have given this a little bit of thought. And there are so many conspiracy theories out there. I really thought you were
0: going to say there are so many that you've bought into. No, 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 no. no. There are
2: lots that fascinate me. Uh And I'm going to start with one of those just briefly because it tickled me pink. Excellent. Right. It is that despite everything to the contrary, and everything that you may have learnt in school, the earth is not round. Uh... The earth is in flat, in fact, <laughs> a flat disc. And uh-huh. to stop you falling off the edge, there is actually an ice wall. How this doesn't melt, I don't know.
0: And this is one that you find interesting but haven't bought into, I hope. No, I have not bought into this. <laughs> I just fascinated wait. <laughs> yeah.
2: And just to confuse people who go in aeroplanes and pilots, <laughs> GPS devices, these people believe, are actually rigged. Well, yeah. So, so that uh, pilots yep. believe they are actually flying around the world.
0: When you think about it, the scale of that, such an enormous conspiracy that it must be true. Yeah,
2: but then you've got curvature of the Earth. How do they explain that if the Earth's flat?
1: It's all an illusion. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Every single space agency and government program in the world are not going to cooperate enough to tell this lie. They can't even cooperate within their own governments. I don't understand how people can believe it. It's all part of the ruse, Lloyd. I can't believe
0: you guys think the (laughs) Earth is round. Unbelievable.
1: (laughs) All other lies are just a ruse to make us believe this lie.
0: Yes. It's a lot of effort, but... Someone's got to do it.
2: There we go. So, yeah, so that that, that one fascinated me. I thought, oh, maybe I just had this vision of this great flat expanse with these huge towering walls of ice all around us. And I thought, oh, yeah, interesting.
0: (laughs) Interesting. But you're right. People that believe that are a load of trash. Yes. (laughs) Morons.
2: Yeah. And then I have to do one that's so current. Global warming.
0: Oh.
2: Global warming. Now, all the conspiracy theories and... Trust me. I even have friends who do not believe in global No,
0: COVID-19. really.
2: Yes, but
0: are we going to name and shame on the podcast? No, don't do it. No. <laughs> no, I'd be. Into I it. won't.
2: But okay. if they do listen, they'll know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fervent, you know, detractors. There is no such thing. But anyway.
0: Wow. If every- they are listening and they know who they are, send us an email. Yes. <laughs> and- it's also forty degrees
1: in in London today.
2: Well, this is what I was about to say. It's that today in the UK, they have their first ever red alert for heat. Is,
0: is it? Oh, what was the color of the alert when all those old people died last time?
2: Well, I don't know, <laughs> but apparently this is the first ever red one.
0: Wow. Yes. So, what is it? 40 degrees it's, today it's in London? It's 40
2: degrees in London. Wow. Yeah. Previously, it's reached, I think it was 38.7. Yeah. But today, 40.
0: That is wild. Yes. All right, so we've got two conspiracy theories that we all agree are, are total trash. We need one that you buy into, Shan.
2: Right. The one that I do buy into concerns Princess Diana. Ooh. Mm.
0: Okay. Yes.
2: Now, I say from the very beginning, I believe her death was not an accident. Ooh. Yes. And, I agree with you. Yeah, because I believe totally orchestrated by the palace and in inverted commerce. Ooh. Uh, the- and the powers that be, all the little minions that work behind the stage to protect the royal name, right? The royal so visage. the image in in a yes. hundred
0: words or less. So I I vaguely know the story. I yes. to be honest don't keep up that well. For those of our listeners, and mostly just me, that don't know the full suite of it, who stands to gain from it not being an accident? What was the goal of that? The conspiracy? aim was
2: because she was currently involved with. Dodi Fayed, a very wealthy Egyptian businessman ah. and the rumours were rife that they were going to get married. Right. It's quite possible she needed in her position, she needed somebody of wealth and influence who could protect her and give her you know, what was what was she required in life. Eef. And he was the one and the palace or, and I, I use the palace in a, a general term because you have all, as I said, these minions who work behind to protect the image yeah. and the name. Yeah. They did not want the mother, I believe, of a future king married to a Muslim and an Egyptian. The um, Muslim being the, the main one. So I think this was a hatched plan.
0: Wow. Hatched and so, then
1: and then covered up. Oh. They took the people's princess away from us.
2: They did. Yes. They Damn. did. So,
1: the one royal I could probably get on board with. Yeah, I was going to say, Lloyd, <laughs> you, you don't, you, surely you don't care at all. You hate the monarchy. <laughs> She was sort of a uh, she was sort of like an a anti-hero with the, the yeah I suppose so. So was there any now now
0: Keishan? You believe that? That's fine. Is there any evidence apart from uh, the circumstance that you're aware of that would point towards this? No, it was all or... it was
2: just very suspicious. Mm. She was taken off. It happened in a tunnel where there were no cameras. It was the fact that it happened at all. The fact that it happened in a tunnel. Mm. The fact that. They both died there and then, and there was no talk. The guy who was the driver, I think, was made very much a scapegoat. I don't think he had anything to do with it, but he was made a scapegoat, that he was drunk and he caused the accident.
0: Oh, did he end up going to prison?
2: I think he may have done. I can't honestly remember. Right. But I know he's had a lot of trouble about it, and they, they did blame him.
1: Yeah, there were also some questions around when he died. His personal wealth was higher than expected, so there's some questions around that as well. Really?
2: But but he was, you know, working for who he was working for. You know, you, you would expect him to have a reasonable salary and fair yeah. amount of money. But you know, he'd be paid to keep secrets, and I believe so.
0: Aren't we all?
1: Yeah. I have yeah, a but- sentence here. Richard Tomlinson is an MI6 officer who was dismissed for breaching the Official Secrets Act, he claimed in a sworn statement to a French inquiry that MI6 had been involved in the crash. Ooh. Mm. Why did no one act on that?
2: Uh, because they didn't Just want to be under involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you said it was Al-Fayed, mum? The, the Yeah, Egyptian Dodi,
2: Dodi Fayed, yes.
1: He claims that he was a MI6 agent. What, the guy? This, this Tomlinson mi6 officer claims that the egyptian guy was a an agent working with mi6 oh uh,
2: now that is one that i've not
1: heard sounds like that guy is
0: a little bit crazy
2: but you do realize on a, a little side note he was the one who owned harrods
0: oh really hmm, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well there That's you a go matter of interest. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe harrods was behind it all It's <laughs> <That's> a conspiracy <laughs> i could get behind Ah well, ex- that is that's that is an excellent answer, Jared. You had better be satisfied with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not, send us another complaint. What are we going to do? <laughs> Absolutely.
2: We'll try. We'll try better next time, Jared. <laughs> yeah, we'll,
0: we'll try hard. That. That's awesome. Ah oh, well, great. Thanks so much for breaking that down for us. Uh, if anyone else has any questions to pitch to Shan, which also saves us having to think of them, send them in. She has got a wealth of knowledge as as you've w- knowledge and wisdom. I would say. To
1: share they, they can be about anything. It doesn't have to be her opinions on things. If you want to know how to do something, she has that motherly wisdom <laughs> we, can, we can delve into.
0: Like anything, you know, how to set up a stargazing telescope, that kind of stuff. She's an oh, expert.
2: Now, that might be a bit above
1: me. <laughs> ah, she'll do some research. We'll make it happen.
2: I will do research. Yes, we will do my best. <laughs> I, w-
1: while we've got you here, Mum. I have mm-hmm. just brought up an email that you sent to us at the end of June about oh, yeah. a bone to pick with Rob.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yes. Hold on. All right. Just read it for me, Lloyd. I remember seeing it and then I forgot about it. Read the email.
1: So th- this email is from, from um, says, I am an avid fan of your podcast and I love oh, learning well, so many quirky <laughs> facts, but as a Welsh person, I have been driven to write to you. Oh, the national animal of Wales is not a red kite, but a red dragon, a now, different that's animal the one that's on the flag. more flag. impressive. Yes. <laughs>
2: And and actually, the red kite is, I've never known this, but the red kite is the national bird, but the national animal is, of course, the dragon.
1: I did this research as well when I got this email, Rob, and I concur with with mum. Yeah, you would. You're Welsh also.
0: (laughs) I don't even know what you Googled, because if you Google... No, so I think this stemmed from when I was, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was on Wikipedia and there was a list of national animals... And it, it look maybe I got confused. It was probably we need to late. I it. probably had some beers. I'll admit defeat. If Shan, you can tell us what the Welsh national dragon is in the Welsh language. A Perfect. All right, I'm I'm wrong. wrong. Carry on. <laughs> can you can
1: you officially apologize to the people of Wales?
0: Yes, De- dearest Welsh <laughs> people, I am part your countrymen. Only a small amount though, and uh, I sincerely apologize for doing very little research for this multimedia enterprise and getting most things wrong one of which was saying that national animal of wales is some shitty little bird when it is in fact a great dragon That's i okay. accept
2: <laughs> i was gonna say Diam Dioch.
1: <laughs> what is that? i accept your apology on the basis that you refer to the podcast as a multimedia enterprise i like that a lot <laughs> Yeah, that's what we are, a conglomerate of sorts. (laughs) Excellent. Well, I'm glad we can
0: all be friends again. Yes. Absolutely. And as I said, you
2: just have to look at the flag.
1: (laughs) I suppose. I
0: I already said I was wrong.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) You are are forgiven. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Mum, for coming on on a, a day's notice and providing us with some good conspiracy theories. Always yes, love so to us. have you on the podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, there'll be another one, I think, in the back end of this season. So tune in again and send questions
1: for Sean.
2: Thank you very much, boys. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next question.
1: All right. Well, while well, it was awesome to have my mum on, As always. there were moments. That, yes, thank you, mum. There were moments when she brought up flat earth and climate change <laughs> that I was worried Deeply that she was a denier. Worried. Because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't, she started with the flat earth just being interesting yeah here's a great one i've got here's what i learned this week no <laughs> yeah. but i am happy to hear that my mother is not a flat earther or a climate change denier or she's extremely good at hiding Or that yes rob what are you what are you learning us about dogs today
0: well yeah we just took that little that little break from not dogs <laughs> dogs to conspiracies back to dogs yeah we did we, we could have done a dog question i guess we didn't think <laughs> <either>. <laughs> nope it's the canine conspiracy canine episode. <laughs> <laughs> this week Lloyd I think I I already knew this but when I was like to my wife (laughs) I I need a dog fact for the the podcast otherwise we're not going to be prepared she reminded me (laughs) of this fact and I was like oh yeah dogs are the most varied animal species that there is that's wild so like you think of all the different kinds of dogs you can think of and they're all still just dogs yeah But like my little wiener dog is the same species as your much larger and more athletic. I don't even know what she is. Mixed breed? Medium mixed breed dog? Mutt. Mutt. (laughs) luna And they're the same species. Those two, same species as a super slobbery St. Bernard that you just talked about in your story before. And also a stupid little chihuahua. All the same species. That's wild. Which is crazy. So one one of the key criteria for being able to classify an animal as the same species is that... If they interbreed, typically it'll be successful. So this, if the size and shape logistics between all different kinds of dogs could be overcome, usually with human assistance or like, you know, creative leaping off couches and stuff, all different dog sizes and shapes <laughs> 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 can it, just, a, Geronimo, this little chihuahua, Geronimo.
1: <laughs> yeah. I pictured a chihuahua and a, and a Rottweiler. That was the, oh, the two breeds that came to wow. mind. Yeah. Chihuahua
0: and Great Dane is where I went.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> stupid i guess not <laughs> nice but yeah <laughs> but anyway
0: if you can get over logistics all different dog types can interbreed successfully and that's how probably how we ended up with a bunch of different dogs but so strange like that they're all the
1: same species yeah it is odd that almost genetically identical right yeah that's why they can interbreed
0: yeah so previously in the oldie times species were described just by how they looked and acted so if you did that there would be heaps of different kinds of dogs like every single dog would be a different species almost yeah but yeah more recently scientists are using dna and gene sequencing to assist in species identification because of science and this has confirmed that all doggos are pretty much same same but different
1: yeah because we sent some of luna's slobber to be <laughs> to be dna'd are you related to it can do that now no unfortunately not mm. maybe maybe way back but way back When we were singular, cellular organisms. So
0: the scientific name for our wonderful canine companions is Canis familiaris, which is cute. Um, That's adorable. Or sometimes Canis lupus familiaris. Lupus? good. Lupus. Because lupus sounds like that disease that's the cause of every episode of House. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's lupus! (laughs) Oh, goodness. You know, like some scientific names they are all like Latin and you have no idea how it describes the animal. I like this one because it's like Canis, Canines, Dog, Familiaris, Man's Best Friend. We know these things. Yeah,
1: it's a good name. It's adorable. And
0: if it's got lupus in it, Dog's Descended from Wolves, Man's Best Friend. Yeah.
1: It's it's probably one of my favorite scientific names. (laughs) Do you know a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't go through them now, but... (laughs) Okay, good.
0: (laughs) So off the back of that... I had a little read about the, the history of domestication of our little doggy friends. And dogs were domesticated a long time ago. Yeah. Like I read some sources. And that's right. You heard me. Sources. Not just eight great facts about dogs you'll never believe. Number six. Genuine. It's not
1: campgreyhound.ca, is it? Because I got, a, I got <laughs> something oh, to read no. to you.
0: I got all my facts from there. <laughs> some sources. That suggests regular old dogs became distinct from their ancestral wolf Canis lupus species
1: some 100,000 years ago. Whoa. That is so many years. That's crazy. That, I mean, that... That's I, like I don't pre- really know my ancient civilization, but that's almost hunter-gatherer? I think so. I think it's, yeah. it's way before proper
0: civilization stuff, like Romans and all that stuff. What's that? 2,000 years ago? Before that, it was like Egyptians and ancient Greece, which is like, I don't know, 4000 BC, 6000 BC.
1: Yeah, and I think like there were South American cities a little before that, but not, that's a long time. Yeah, wild. Really cool. Since then, we made friends. They've been domesticated
0: and slowly bred and sculpted to the silly number of varieties that we see today. And yeah. thank goodness, I honestly don't know what we would do without dogs.
1: Yeah, life wouldn't even be worth living. choking up a little bit, boy. On that topic, not you crying, I care less <laughs> about you crying. <laughs> Canis familiaris was the first life form domesticated by humans, even before plants.
0: Before we started growing crops and such.
1: We had domesticated the earliest like wolf dog kind of breeds, yeah. Yeah, nice. I would love to be the first guy that there's like a pack of wolves and he's like, oh God, I want I want one so bad. Yeah. And they're like, that's a wolf. It will eat you. He's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be fine. It. Give me that bit of mammoth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also read that a researcher at the Australian National University in Canberra has suggested an interesting theory that while we domesticated dogs over the last 100,000 years, dogs have also domesticated humans. Oh, so dogs acted as our alarms, our hunters, our trackers. They ate unwanted food. They were comforters and guardians and playmates of children and did all these great things that they still do today. And sometimes they're alarms, but sometimes they're false alarms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mostly false alarms. (laughs)
0: Pretty much always false alarms. So they've suggested that um, this fact that they've done all of this for us is scientifically suggested by the fact that humans' sensory abilities, such as hearing and smell, that would alert us to danger in a past life, have declined compared to other primates because the dog's been doing it for us. Wow, and the relevant areas of our brains that are devoted to these senses have shrunk over this very long period of time. Similarly, mm. since domestication started, dogs' brains have also shrunk around 20%. I'm pretty sure Reggie's is closer to like 50 or 60%. It's roll down. They've notably lost tissue in the areas critical to learning and cognition. <laughs> so we relied on them to see, smell, hear, be alarms, all that stuff. They relied on us to think and protect wow so it's a, it was a we've trained each other lloyd science
1: that's that's adorable yeah like adorable and also like super interesting i never never thought I also we would learn that remember reading that dog's digestive system has evolved as human food has evolved as well Damn. to be more able to digest foods that we eat because they've just been basically like literally by our side as you said for a hundred thousand yeah. years and now there's special
0: dog food it's a whole business yeah that is not human food. Does Luna get human food?
1: Very infrequently, Kim is 99% of the human food provider. I thought you
0: she's 99% of the food? <laughs> Luna eats Kim?
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm surprisingly, based on who I am as a person, I am the, the strict disciplinarian of I... Luna and Kim is the fun one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Reg is not allowed human food. Mostly because most of it's like too rich for him and he's so small that it would just end badly.
1: Yeah, that's my theory too.
0: So that that's my long-winded, learning this week what did you do with this life
1: i got a couple of cool strange dog breeds oh um, that awesome. that i hadn't heard of oh so there's obviously like you go to a dog park there's like any number of dogs that look cool or interesting or weird but i picked a couple that i'd never seen before awesome one i've known about and i kind of want one it's called the the jolo it's a shortening i don't know how to pronounce it um, it's the mexican hairless dog what and it sort of looks like a dog that would guard the gates to the underworld no, really, it looks so so cool. Yeah, whack up a a, pic- a picture. We'll try and put one on
0: Mexican hairless
1: dog. There are some real goofy pictures, but then some pictures it's like damn, oh, it's like a guy. Yeah,
0: dog. it also reminds me of weren't there some like Egyptian dogs?
1: Was Anubis a dog or a cat? anubis i think that's what it was i was thinking of yeah
0: yeah i totally see it very interesting dog. Yeah. oh dogger. look there's
1: even as i've brought up the picture there's even a story that the aztec people believed that jolos would guide people in the afterlife Damn. yeah they're very cool looking dogs the other interesting dog breed i heard of was a camba camba cambodian <laughs> the cambodian razorback the cambodian razorback dog razorback um, which is the same kind of principle as a ridgeback yeah but like way bigger looks like a mohawk it's pretty cool
0: Ah, yep yeah cool that's a very yeah they took a little mohawk on their back
1: yeah yeah it's cool
0: fuck okay, i do love a good ridgeback though they're good dogs
1: they're great dogs all dogs great dogs i love all dogs
0: that's true haven't met a dog well i've met plenty of dogs i didn't like but i blamed the people agreed stupid people god we
1: risk ruined everything even dog we managed to ruin dogs somehow yeah that's come or up worse. a lot. We ruined a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Any other cool doggos? This podcast is going to turn into like an anarchist group soon. <laughs> Fuck the system. Those were the two that stood out to me. I mean, the, there's just so many breeds of dog. What's your number one breed?
0: Lloyd? Like my favorite? Your favorite breed?
1: I always wanted a German Shepherd growing up. Oh, yeah. German Shepherds. But a good I think animal. Kim, Kim and I love greyhounds, and we also love what we call, and I think you call them as well, big head dogs. Big head dogs love big staffy pit bulls i put rottweilers in there there's a rottweiler at our dog park who's just like so thick and so heavy but so gentle double c yeah i love a dog with a big head yeah i mean i could list like so many breeds that i love they're all amazing but yeah greyhounds cool i think we'll we'll have one at some point i have a couple of other interesting things but I
0: i tried to be less predictable than i
1: usually am i think you're pretty creative I think, new, I think you're pretty tangents? predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I
0: feel like I haven't put that much effort in the last few times, so I don't know if this is this might not work. So I, I went for mm-hmm. funny scientific names because we touched on Canis familiaris, Ooh. familiaris, yeah, nice. which is a good one. So I've got some funny. I wrote stupid. I got stupid scientific names.
1: Do you have the? the is it buffalo? Is one of them? Uh, I think this the scientific name for buffalo is buffalo buffalo. <laughs> I think I think we've covered that before. I think we may have, yeah. Who knows? No, I don't you have know. that one, but I've got some other ones. So, Sorry, so. hit you with your faves. Turdus Maximus.
0: <laughs> Apparently it's a bird, but it's a thrush, so it's already unluckily named. So yeah. It's from the thrush family of birds. It's commonly referred to as the Tibetan blackbird. And I guess someone just thought it looked like a big old shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds
1: like a Roman insult. Like, oh, here comes Turdus Maximus. Maximus. Biggest dickus. <laughs> 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 it does sound like a Monty Python <laughs> bit. It really does. Maximus.
0: That's quite good. But it's real. Uh, all right. What's the next one? Oh, this is Skeptia Beyonce, <laughs> which is a rare fly with a big booty covered in golden hairs. Does Beyonce have a golden haired booty? No, but she has like some... She's at, I think at one point in time, she had like blonde hair. She is vivacious. Indeed. Is that the right word? I don't know. What are you going for? I guess curvy. curvaceous. I guess I was looking for. I suppose. Happy to name her a friend of the podcast. If she wants to come on, we'll we'll happily have (laughs) Beyoncé on. Yeah, if Queen Bee wants to come on, we would love it. Welcome. So, the Scaptia Beyoncé was a fly, discovered the same year she was born, but named later in her honour.
1: What was it called for the first
0: Well, it was one of those ones, you know how we were talking about with the Amazon? bunch of things have been discovered and it takes scientists so long to get to cataloguing them. It was one of them.
1: So, it just remained unnamed for a couple
0: decades. Yeah, it probably sat in someone's library somewhere or or, um, or museum or whatever, like, as just, like, stacks and stacks of samples that someone needed to get to.
1: <laughs> Some guy opened the drawer and went, Beyonce. Done. Beyonce. Easy. Finished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was listening to, like, Destiny's Child at the time. <laughs> yeah. There are a bunch of real small teeny tiny frogs that were discovered in the Madagascan jungle. And we're talking, like, mm-hmm. between, like, 8 and 15 millimeters in size teeny little frogs that is very small and it was a new genus so scientists named the genus mini which is quite cool but there were three different species so they called them mini mum mini skule and miniature
1: <laughs> it's called mini Aure. yeah
0: do you get it lloyd i love that it's <laughs> real good so like the scientific name is usually two words mini mum mini skule and mini a how do you spell skule s-c-u-l-e minuscule minuscule yeah i thought that one was quite good i, I like that it. This is not an animal. Well, I guess it was at the time. It's a dino. There was a little stegosaurus-looking dinosaur that lived in China 155 million years ago, and its name is. Sp- oh, I wrote its name is spelled, so now I have to spell it for you. <laughs> T u o, j i a n g, osaurus.
1: jing. jinga. <laughs>
0: Okay, pretty Osaurus. much, there was a skeleton displayed in the Natural History Museum in London, and on the like the information sign, it provided the pronunciation as Touangosaurus. <laughs> Double wielding. does it have two penises? <laughs> I wish. No, they just uh, Osaurus
1: The Tuwangosaurus. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed that. That was good. I'm glad you said it like that. Yeah, the yeah <laughs> that's how it was pronounced it also sounds like someone bullying a tyrannosaurus <laughs> t- like t- oh, oh here comes t- the two Wangosaurus. it's not is that an insult i don't know it'd be pretty weird i guess it depends if you think of it as two Wangosaurus or the like ty like a tyran but ty wang like call him just calling him oh like a wang yeah okay
0: because yeah. like oh here comes old double dick what an asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh look here comes
1: big dick trevor fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> your dick's so big trevor you idiot. <laughs> Oh
0: man. (laughs) I thought I was average. (laughs) Uh, Trevor. uh, It's weird because we were talking about Jared before his dad's name Trevor. Anyway. (laughs) And the last one on my weird names is rocks. Some rocks actually no, lots of rocks get named after the people that discover them or by their geographic location when they are discovered. I didn't
1: know that there were a lot of rocks that got scientific names. There's a bunch.
0: So, a guy called Paul Moore discovered a new rock. Hooray, what a life. Um, And they found there was already. (laughs) It's shit, Paul Moore. (laughs) Yeah, such a big dick, Paul Moore. Yes. (laughs) What an idiot. Oh, man. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) But they found there was already a Moorite mineral, so they couldn't call it Moorite. Like M O O R eight, you know, like yeah, you know, you get it. So they said yeah. they called it Paul <laughs> <laughs> You'll also find somewhere in existence is a particular mineral called Jim Thompsonite, <laughs> and someone discovered a real nice rock in a place called Cummington, Massachusetts. So yep, Cummingtonite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the correct reaction. One yeah. ha. <laughs>
1: I live in Massachusetts. Maybe I could visit Cummington and see some coming tonight. <laughs> it's coming tonight. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. And that's what I did with my sideshow. Uh,
0: it was very enjoyable. Good. I'm glad. Oh, I also did look up the oldest dog. I did that too. Oh, Let's see what, how different we were. So I went with the oldest dog that was reliably recorded. I think it's the one that holds the Guinness World Record which was a cattle dog in Victoria called Bluey. He was obtained... Oh, all, the, uh, the oldest
1: living dog? No, no, no. This is, is you- the,
0: the, dog, the dog that's lived the longest in history.
1: Single dog. Single dog. Yeah, okay, okay. I went for oldest breed.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, very different. Yeah. So, yeah, so the yeah. oldest actual dog. So, he was obtained as a puppy in 1910, worked with cattle and sheep for nearly 20 years, retired for a bit, hung out at the farm, died at age 29 years and five months
1: that is the dream that's
0: amazing imagine having your best friend for that long so good
1: well done well done mate Bluey. good
0: on ya. apparently there's another cattle dog in victoria unverified because the owner lost the puppy paperwork at some point so they don't have the official birth date but i think it's relatively trustworthy maggie also a cattle dog passed away at age 30 in 2016 and like, amazing she there's a there's photos of her that's way more recent than the previous one she looked like a very old dog but oh really that's saying she could walk around and if you looked at her, you'd probably say oh she's an old dog she's like 15 or something yeah but she was 30 living the dream though wow. great job, but job I, I think we should probably all go live on farm and like round up sheep yeah. seems to be good for
1: you yeah What's the oldest dog breed? It's called a Saluki, which is a the, like a Persian greyhound. It's like that called sort of long-haired greyhound.
0: Oh, is it similar to like a, an Afghan?
1: Yeah, yeah. Their earliest is about 329 BC. Really? Yeah. Royal, oh. royal Pets. They are gangly looking dogs. I also have a uh, a brief I have a game for you, just kidding. Fuck you, it's not a game. That's what it feels like. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn, I actually <laughs> got excited. Can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> uh, no, but I do have I do have a question for you. Hit me. I'll quiz you. What do you think the most expensive breed of dog is? And that's not like buying trained dogs or famous dogs or anything, just like average just price of puppy. a of a purebred something or other. What dog do you think it is and how much you think it is? It'd be a purebreed something,
0: or this is a trick question, it's a mongrel. Like I will give you purebreed. Okay, it's a purebreed
1: dog. I can't think of any, like, rare dogs. You'd know it, the breed. It's pretty... I see a surprising amount of them. Oh, really? Which makes me question the validity of the fact, but... When you see them, um, do you think they're fancy dogs? You're like, damn, that's an expensive dog. I haven't in
0: the past. Are they poodles or something? No, it's a Samoyed. Oh, okay. I'll guess how much, though. Yeah, they're great-looking dogs. Such little pomerians. Oh I
1: want to put my
0: face in that. Yeah, I see, I see a bunch of those one. as well. Yeah. So we're talking like puppy price.
1: Yeah. All right, ten grand. A fourteen grand. What? No, they're not. Which I, I, the reason I question the validity because I've seen so many of them. Is and that it's from just like, Greyhounds.ca? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> so that's what I. That's what I found. But take that with a pinch of salt, because always there's just I, ta- many I take everything that, that happens on this show with a pinch of salt. <laughs> smart smart advice for the listeners <laughs> but i do have a dog that was sold for a much higher price i won't quiz you on it cuz it would take too long it's <laughs> in china tibetan mastiffs have become a symbol of wealth oh, because yeah. they believe that Those... they have lion blood in them which yeah. honestly is not does it it's not super far-fetched theory they're so big and furry um, i mean it's also 100% a, not true but okay <laughs> no definitely not true <laughs> a chinese property developer bought one for 2 million us dollars wow and it's from this like famous chinese breeder that like they're they're, like the purest best bred tibetan mastiffs and they're just symbols of wealth they're like unbelievably large dogs they're huge yeah good all right that was that was all i had excellent well i've got a short story to tell you yeah you've got a a heartwarming heartwarming dog story to share with us oh
0: it's less heartwarming it's more just like pretty funny oh good and short all right so there was this dog called titan and he was the mas- mascot for uh, some school's like team or something. So he was called Titan, and they like he was a-, a little West Thailand Terrier. You know the ones. Yep. Very cute, good looking pooches. But he was like a he was a-, a mascot for some school team, and he wore like a camo uniform, and his owner commanded him with like weird commands like attention. I think I think it may have been like a. I've, I like I found this story like five minutes ago I think it may have been <laughs> uh, like a military school or something something to do with the military so her commands for the mascot dog were like attention and he would stand they would sit stand to attention and he had a command for like present arms so he put his paws up in the air and he would do like a, a belly crawl like an army crawl and he did about face um, and when she said grenade he would roll over so oh, it's oof. cute does lots of stuff makes people feel good they were in the Washington International Airport the first day it opened after 9-11 mm. the lines were hours long it'd be chaos Titan was fidgeting in his little travel bag. Apparently, he flies. And those in line were like, ah, oh, your dog's so cute. It's so great. Everyone's love having a dog when they're in a stressful situation. Yeah. And she was like, ah, oh, he does a bunch of tricks. Let me show you. Let's him out of the bag. And at some point, oh. unthinkingly commands grenade <laughs> and almost oh. gets arrested.
1: <laughs> oh, Lordy. I chuckled real hard at that. Wow. Of course, the day after it opens as well. Yeah. And the poor dog would have been like, what did I do? (laughs) Uh, Cute. I bet everyone in the line like flipped out as well because panic spreads Ah! so quickly. (laughs) Why is everyone panicking? There's a grenade. (laughs) It's
0: just dogs like...
1: "Ah!" Just rolling around on the floor. Yeah. And his
0: name's Titan, but he's not a big dog. Titan. Cute. That's a great great way to name dogs. When we get a grey hand, we'll call him like Stitch slowy slowy <laughs> snail snail the great. that's how creative I am <laughs> real slow dog <laughs> uh, and on that shocking joke I think it's time to wrap up episode 5 Lloyd indeed it is indubably it is
1: thanks for listening in everyone I hope you guys enjoyed learning about dogs and conspiracy theories
0: <laughs> I'll listen anytime you speak
1: yeah find us on social media the unintelligent chat show podcast or the ucs or whatever i won't go through them all uh, but please <laughs> email <you> <laughs> us the the unintelligent what, what's our email the ucspodcast at gmail.com yes. please send us questions for mom segment ideas fun facts complaints issues anything you want i don't know yeah, picture, discount codes pictures of your earlobe i don't know yeah earlobe pictures big fans of them lobe lobe snaps <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> yeah hashtag lobe snap hashtag lobe snap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Lordy. That is some big dumb spider specs. Specs? I'm I'm glad that
1: we're not popular enough to actually get any earlobe pictures. What do you mean, Lloyd? That
0: would be the best. If we were flooded with hashtag lobe snaps, I would be (laughs) ecstatic. I've quit my job. That's when you know you've made it, when someone sends you a bunch of pictures of their earlobe.
1: Uh, I don't want to ever make it.
0: (laughs) I'll just start sending you some. Anyway... Thanks yeah, for tuning right. in. We'll be back next week with episode six. And in the meantime, please send us some mail. And uh, you just, just keep it unintelligent, you guys. Cheerio.